Alright, welcome y'all back to the podcast. We know we've been gone for some time. But uh, we just want to say, first off, before we stop start this episode, we'll say rest in peace to Mac Miller. Facts. Uh, my condolences go out to him and his family and friends. Uh, I can imagine the pain they're going through right now, but uh, we're all there with them. Uh, you know, Mac Miller was definitely an icon to the music industry, and he will well be missed. Will be missed. Definitely. And- condolences out to him and his family. Um, very sad what happened. Uh, put down the drugs. Put down the drugs. Um, weed only. Um, hey, I'm going to be real. Whoever's listening out there, doing drugs isn't cool sometimes, you know? I mean, I get it. We all like to get high and shit, but, you know, there's a limit. There is a limit. a limit. And if you're ever going through anything, if you feel like you can't reach out to anybody, you you can reach out to us. Hell, yeah. you can if you want. If you can't reach Definitely. out to your own family. Definitely. We're going to drop our Instagrams probably at the end of this episode. But if y'all ever going through anything, y'all can just hit us up. Yeah. We're there Thanks. to listen. Definitely. Reach out to any of us. We just want to help the best way we can. You know, try to preserve as many lives as we can. Wow. We're losing too many good people due to depression and just like simple drugs. shit. That yeah. shit's real, man. That shit is real. Just because you... you're alone doesn't mean you have to do drugs. Don't cope yourself with drugs, all right? Like, Cause that, that's yeah. not I've the seen way so out. much people fall out from that shit, and we, I'm not trying to see any more other people go go out sad like that. I'm not know? trying. I'm not. I'm not even trying to be religious, but you don't have to find God, but you do have to find happiness. And Facts. Um, if it is, if it comes from finding God, or if it comes from something else, just relieve your stress. Find something that relieves stress. Don't find an outlet. Find, yeah, find it, a out. Find your peace with something. If you like to paint, paint. If you like to do poetry, do that. Cause it, we, we, we all have demons. We all have a stress reliever. Um, like an example, mine is going to the gym, um, hooping, lifting weights. You know that shit can get your mind off a lot of things. So it, it could be different to whoever's listening. Y'all could, you know, uh, y'all like to go out. Mm-hmm. You can go shit. Go shopping or do something. Like, yeah, I mean, make sure you go with your friend, your close friend. Exactly. Because, like, if no one is there to listen, I'm pretty sure whoever y'all count on as your best friend is there to listen for y'all. And if they're not, then they're not your best friend. There you go. Um, well, um, but other than that, I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm glad we're back with the podcast. I've, it's been a minute, guys. I, I, I miss doing this with y'all, but uh, miss this too. let's talk miss about too. some shit. Um, Takashi 69, uh, 10 for 20, 10 for 10. Is that right? Yeah. Nine for nine, wasn't it? Was it nine? For I think nine? it was nine for nine. Um, so this has to be addressed, guys. Uh, Takashi's blown up. Takashi really is blown up. Is he mainstream, damn near? So of course. How do you feel though? Because I think his next project is really going to be... Is, I think he's going to end up being a staple in the culture that niggas, niggas need to pay attention to. I mean, he's got a co-sign from 50. Um, he's ha- he's has unreleased music with Kanye West, Little Baby, and Cardi B. So, really, the biggest thing is, what is he... What's next for his career? How do you view him in the next few months? Really, his success. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, no, go ahead, Brian. His success is uh, I feel like it's catching everybody, everybody by surprise. And the reason I say that, all right, how many times do you see a nigga with colored hair 
telling everybody to suck his dick, blow up. Like, you don't usually you don't. see that shit. You don't see that shit at all. You don't. Like, you don't. And, and the fact that he's doing this is, is funny it's as a, hell. It's, a, it's, it's mind-boggling. But at the same token, he's in the best environment of hip-hop right now to do it. And, I mean, shit, hip-hop's in a great place right now. I honestly think there's more MCs. Then there's more big, there's more MCs that are doing great things than ever. If it weren't for hip hop being the way it is now, I mean, we probably wouldn't be the number one genre. A lot of stuff has taken us to this, but I mean, and the fact that um that really a lot of people are mixing hip hop with different genres, I find that amazing. It expands the it expands. You know the, the game because not genre. for one because for one not only does that expand the game like you said but that really just shows like the creativity of the artist when they do shit like that not not so well so much as the artist and the producer that really produced that beat and honestly niggas can say whatever they want about this rock and alternative pop and all this other shit that's being mixed with hip hop and how oh it's not real hip hop it's contemporary this that and the third but honestly. I don't want to hear boom bap all the time. I don't want to hear trap all the time. I want to hear the genre stretched as much as it can be stretched because then we can find new sounds. We can mess with new types of, like, different types of beat patterns and There's instruments hope. and melodies and shit that we wouldn't have before. So it's just I making agree. hip-hop beautiful. And it's funny because uh, there is hope. I was leaving school the other day, and um, there's a guy that goes to my school. He's, I want to say, in his 30s. And when he pulled off, that man was real live bumping to Trippy Red taking a walk. Yeah. And this man is in his mid-30s. There's definitely hope. And I mean, people can say whatever they want about the new generation. There's so many young MCs that can rap. You got Trippy, you got Mitchell, you got... YBN Corday, especially he's Juice really World, a superstar. As depressing as that, that as man depressing is, as Juice World is, Juice World can, can really spit. rap. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So yeah, there, there there's um, there's, I, I, to, to the other day I was um I was coming from school, and on my free time I like to make beats and shit. I like to make beats, and I get a text from this nigga. He said, "Yo, make me some shit." So we're we gonna see what this nigga got on the way. Okay. We're gonna see what this nigga got on the way. I'm Brian, not. I'm, Brian over here producing now. Okay. I'm. I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna say who his name is yet, but uh, just know this nigga got some shit on the way. Do you know when he's dropping? When he's dropping. He's like, we, 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 we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna keep looking in towards the end of 2018. Towards the end of 2018, if not towards the end of 2018, we're gonna get something in 2019. Oh, yeah. And to any artist that's really struggling to find a way with anything, to network. That's the best thing you can do. Try to network. I mean, as long, if you know how to promote yourself on Instagram or if you know that you can, um, honestly, just the best thing to do, just edit your settings, make yourself, like, tag yourself as a, you know, musician, band, or an artist. You will get people to draw onto your shit, and you just go from there, honestly. You know, it's not, it's not hard to get attention. It's just really hard to blow up. But if you grind and put the time in, you're going to get whatever you want, for real. So, And yeah, I get it. Certain people have to be chosen, but 
That's whatever. Um, All right, guys, let's move on. Um, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Um, in case for anyone of you guys out there that doesn't know what's going on, uh, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Just uh, I want to say a couple days ago, it was over at what? What, what, um, what was it? The fa- it was a fashion combine. Uh, let me see what it was called. I'm not gonna lie, this shit slap. <laughs> <laughs> this shit slap. This shit slap. But yeah, um, yeah, I guess they were. I mean, they were just at some fashion show, and Cardi B really tried to sneak. Now let me Nicki Minaj. Let me ask y'all a What's question. Y'all let me ask y'all a question though. Do you think that? Do you think the media causes? I feel like the media causes bullshit. People, you know, it's crazy. The media is so fucking like fake and full of shit. Because honestly, bro, when you look at it, <coughs> fuck shit. God bless you. When you look you. at it, bro, like, let's be real. The media is trying to flip the narrative. <laughs> the media, the media is trying to flip the narrative now and be like, oh well, we knew the whole time that Cardi B and Nicki had beef with each other. But I think she just took her chance now that she they're in the same under the same roof. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, there probably was hidden tension. You know, Cardi said things. Nikki said things. Okay, this is what I... I mean, from what I've seen, I guess Cardi thought that Nikki said some shit about her daughter. Uh, I mean, to any mother out there, that's that's flipping... Yeah, that's flipping a switch, bro. (laughs) Now, if she's going by word of mouth or if she has legitimate proof, that's the thing I need. And that's what... Yeah, that's what a lot of people want to know because, I mean, we did... We saw what Nikki was spilling today. My thing is, how old is Cardi B? 26? 25? How old is, yeah. how old is Nikki? Like 32? Oof. My thing is this, right? I get it. Hip-hop, the industry's fucked up. It's full of shit. And it needs to be exposed for the bullshit that it is. But at the same token, right? I don't agree with how they're going about this. I'm not saying I'm against violence. I mean, I am. But at the same token, bro, y'all are both making millions of dollars to do things and make music that... And Nick, you're older yeah. than Cardi B. You shouldn't you be really stooping shouldn't that be low. You should that. never be stooping that low. There should never be beef with rappers that are over, like, 24. And I don't care if you're the queen or not. You're If you're the queen, do queen-like shit. Don't, don't, don't be arguing with... It with Uplift well, your yeah, people. Yeah, don't be arguing with people that are younger than you. Damn near a kid. Uplift your people. And if you really are stopping bags, that's fucked up as hell. And I don't understand why you would do that shit. Cause, and even with the whole her and Travis situation, bro, you're literally th- in your 30s. Travis is in his 20s. Young as hell, man. Let the man blow Why up the fuck are his... you... You've had a number two album before. Why does it matter now that you have a number two album? Because you pushed your album back since fucking March or April and let everybody yeah. know when it was going to come out and it still didn't do the sales you thought. And then on top of that, you took two years to make, to make an it. album and people aren't even really fucking with it outside of the fucking barbs who don't have any leadership outside of your voice, which is crazy. My thing is this. All right, so check this out. When Nikki was about 25, 26, same age as Travis, what was she doing? Blowing up, right? Yeah. All right. Let the man the, do the same Yeah, thing. The, the man is blowing up. Let that man have his shine. You had your shine. You're the queen. All right. 
Bro, sit back and, like I said, sit back and do queen shit. Don't be out here worrying about, because niggas younger than you are getting bigger shit. It is okay. To be fair to her, I mean, look, it is a shame that the media bashes her the way they bash her. It is. It's a shame because niggas always, the problem I have with being an artist, bro, and I'm not even an artist, the problem I have, though, is it seems like when you get to a certain level of big, Everybody becomes a music critic. Everybody, beca- everybody, niggas love to say, oh, well, his shit was way better when he was coming up. It was burning. You know what I mean? Like, and, bruh, like, I don't fuck with that at all because it's just like, y'all were just riding with this person. Either y'all are going to ride with them when they're trying to show progression or more versatility or mm-hmm. y'all are going to shut the fuck up and deal with it. Like, it's not your play. The thing that people don't understand is a lot of these artists really don't give two fucks about what y'all think about their music. Because they're making more money than you. So why the fuck are you even saying, like, oh, well, yeah, man, uh, Drake, his new his new, mu- his new music is trash. He's just not as innovative. I can agree with that a little bit, but at the same token, He's Drake makes hits. He, Drake makes hits. Drake. Fuck, fuck the money part. Drake makes hits. Yeah. Niggas can say whatever they want about In My Feelings being overplayed. In My Feelings is still a tight-ass song. That shit is fire. So, what I don't agree with Stop is... sucking his dick, bro. I'm not sucking his dick. <laughs> what I don't agree with is, like, bro, it happens to every artist. J. Cole, after 2014 Forest Hills Drive, J. Cole magically became a boring artist to niggas once his next album came out. And I'm just like, bro, that makes no sense. Okay, is this what you're saying, basically? An artist will drop... A hit album, a classic, and cannot or a, and not and cannot bounce back from that. Is that what you're saying? To the media, yes, that's very true. I mean, if you and even with Nicki Minaj's shit, we could say, uh, let's go back. Let me go on my iPhone real quick. We could say after what, Pink Friday or Pink Print? Is it Pink Friday that was a classic? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could say after Pink Friday that motherfuckers was already saying. There's yeah. not gonna be any album like this type shit. Yeah, I mean, get every artist has that one that album. one album. Yeah, but at the same token, to just shit on their whole discography is whack. Do y'all think y- y'all think that was the same thing that happened with Mac? Do y'all feel like that's the same thing that happened to Mac? Mac who? Mac Miller. Hell no, nah, because and this is nothing on Mac. Oh, of course. But niggas didn't look at Mac like that and I think it's fucked up that niggas didn't look at Mac like that because if you want to be technical there were a lot of especially lyrical MCs that bit off of Mac it might not seem like it but listening to him more and more over the past couple months I've noticed that I hear a lot of Mac in certain artists that I won't say their names but I hear a lot of him in certain artists like a lot of inspirations from the way he just knows how to use instruments and just he's just a pure artist i feel like matt that mac never had that problem because he wasn't in the spotlight all the time you know he kind of dropped music went on tour and stayed out the way rest in peace to him though. he was a great artist and it's, it's really sad but yeah i feel like one artist you can't say that about though uh about that classic album shit you could say that about uh hmm I don't know. There's a few. There's a couple. You can say that about Nas. You can say that about... Um, you can say that about M after he dropped fucking... Once he started dropping... Like, since recovery, M has not been the same. And I heard Charlamagne. He made such a great point. He was like, look. 
I don't want to hear Woke M. I want to hear Kamikaze M. I'm like, okay, Woke M, the gesture he did was great. Yes, whatever the name of that album was. Revival. Was, revival. I mean, it was neither here nor there. I'm not going to say it was ass. It had a it had some good songs on it, but at the same token, I see why somebody would think it's ass. But I'm going to be real. Eminem, Kamikaze was hard. I mean, what do you want him to do? When you're that big, I mean, you can't drop without somebody saying some stupid shit, so. I mean, yeah, there was shit I didn't fuck with, but. How do you feel about the new Kamikaze? His, uh, his Kamikaze. Yeah, let's let's uh, talk about Eminem's past album and um, all the shots that were taken, basically. I think the shots were unnecessary as hell because he was going to do numbers anyway. And I know he wasn't really worried about numbers. And I get he was responding to niggas. But... There's a little skit in that album where somebody calls him and they're like, so are you going to make a kamikaze too if people diss this one? Oh, Paul Rosenberg. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, that's a great point. I get where M's coming from, but you can't constantly be replying to people. You're A lot of people group, view you as the greatest rapper in terms of skill set wise of all time. Your music was good, but as the greatest rapper of all time, you can't. I mean, I know numbers wasn't a big deal for him because he did sell over 434,000 copies or no, just yeah. plays in, this for, in his first week. So congrats to Eminem. Uh, um, I know it was a while for him to uh, set up that album and put it together. So, I mean, as old as he is, I, I'm, I'm just big shout out to him. I know he's still in the game and everything. And shout that. out to Tay Keith for also working with him. Yes. Is Tay Keith the hottest artist in the game, technically? You said hottest artist or hottest, hottest no, producer? No, hottest artist. We're not going to do that to producers. They're artists too. They make half of these niggas sound good. <laughs> Facts. That is a good point. Tay Keith might be the hottest artist in the game and he's still in fucking college. But I wouldn't say hottest artist in the game. Okay, he's not the hottest artist, but. You can make an argument that Takey is the hottest artist in the game right now. Like, in terms of new and hot, him and Block Boy, I mean, they damn near, they're everywhere. Block Boy's on some shit. Takey's usually producing it. Block Boy, you know, they're both getting, Memphis is on. Niggas need to respect Memphis. And we talked about this, I think, in one of our earlier podcasts. Memphis, outside of that Yo Gotti, Young Dolphin, you being on this side or that side type shit, Memphis is the new Atlanta. Oh, shit. Memphis is the new Atlanta. I don't give a fuck what no nigga talking about. I mean, just outside of uh, Key Glock and Block Boy, uh, you got Co-Cash. You Moneybag got Yo. Moneybag Yo. You got the Baby. Mm-hmm. You got D. Moolah. There's niggas coming up out of there. And I there's not just one lane of rap that's coming out of there. There's no. definitely lyrical niggas that are it's not start just coming trap. out of Memphis. It's not just trap to all, any one of you guys out there to say, oh, you know, any niggas come out of Memphis, all they do is trap music. All they do so. is have deep voices and talk about the same general shit about life. No, that's not it's true. It's a lot more, man. Because if we want to be technical, that nigga Key Glock really be spitting. He's like a trappy, he's like a hella trappy ass, like, mix of, like, Young Dolphin 2 Chainz. Key Glock be, be rapping, bro. I'm telling you. Definitely. But, yeah, um, shit. What a, oh, Me- Meek Mill and Drake. Drake, yes. Let's talk about, let's go ahead and talk about Meek Mill and Drake. Um, they squashed their beef, you know. I'm, I, I know the whole world was shook by that, but, I mean, it's a new step that I know they both wanted to take, and I feel like new music is coming soon. Of course. I mean, 
that was the proper step to take anyways. They're getting, they're grown as fuck. They don't need that beef anymore. Yeah. They don't. Um, do you want music from them? Of, of course. course. Okay. Bro, Rico is hard as hell. Okay. Okay. Yeah, nah. Um, me personally, I definitely want more music from them. Amen was hard. Rico was hard. Um... I, I honestly I feel like it's gonna be Drake and Future Part Two because people don't people a lot of people really a lot of people know but a lot of people don't know Drake and Future were beefing at one point. Only thing is with this, I think Drake and Meek Mill definitely can make better music than Drake and Future, even though Drake and Future's music was plenty was of good, yeah, was good. But I don't like how niggas try to shit on what a time to be alive because these were the same motherfuckers that were playing Jumpman out of their fucking yeah ox. I was, one of, times I was one of them. Can't lie. So, now, now I, I ask a question, and it's a question I'm gonna ask. <clears throat> Drake drops projects. Yeah, he'll drop projects with with certain artists. Do y'all want to see him drop more collab projects? I want to see a collab with Drake and Bryson Tiller. That sounds random. No. Do you I know do you know the catalog of niggas that Drake has that he has has not released songs with? Of course. I mean Dave, that's how it is with a lot of rappers. Dave they just East, they, they stay in the yeah. low with it. Hell yeah. Dave East, Sway Lee, Bryson Tiller. That's just a few. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I it wouldn't surprise me if he got some shit with Lil Uzi and Nav. So my Drake biggest, with Nav. So so that that that's my thing, bro. Trippy Red. I mean Drake knows what he's doing, but and he you can't release everything you make with people. Honestly, I wouldn't mind hearing Drake and Kendrick re- repair their little weird ass relationship just because they have some hard music together too. That interlude he had Buried Alive. Yeah, yep. it's Buried Alive. I yes. fucked with that interlude. That was a great interlude. Um Oh, speaking of interludes, which one No. We know Section 80 had an uh, Absol's interlude, and These Days also had a Kendrick interlude. Do y'all like interludes from Kendrick or Absol? Damn. Honestly, they both have fire music, I'm not going to lie. So I can't even compare both of them because it doesn't matter what they drop. It's always going to be as hard. Oh, yeah. Who's the, who's the hardest nigga? Who's the most underrated nigga at TDE? Is there a shot? I think it's a tie between Isaiah, Isaiah Rashad, Rashad and J-Rock. Yes. Definitely unappreciated. J-Rock, honestly, when you think about it, and I'm not trying to just compare niggas, but I'm going to compare niggas anyway. Uh, <laughs> J-Rock is really, to me, he's like a more lyrical version of what Young Jizzy, uh, uh, he's like a more lyrical Young Jizzy. His music sounds nothing like Young Jizzy, but the shit they talk about is so like, it's kind of similar, but it's kind of not. But that's who he kind of, that's what I see. Like, he's a way more lyrical, well, well put together version of Young Jizzy. Young Jizzy can really rap. Now, if we were to sit here and categorize some of the people from TDE into like, into like uh, life life lessons or like life stages, how would y'all how would y'all categorize them? Like, for instance, how Kendrick is conscious. So, how, how would you categorize that? Like, where where would you say like he speaks? He speaks, oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Kendrick speaks from a perspective of somebody, a conscious rapper that's from the streets in the hood, obviously, that, like, he wasn't in gang shit, but he knew about it, and he just, 
he's aware about what the what the government and how the world perceives blacks, the streets, the hood, and like just everything. Then um, what about Q? Schoolboy Q, he's that rough around the edges, gang banging ass lyrical nigga that has a different introspective on that type of wave and music. J Rock is that one. He's talking to the streets. He's that one conscious street nigga that talks to the streets when he raps, kind of like Kendrick. Absol will bar you to death, and he's just conscious as hell. And uh, who else? Uh, Isaiah Rashad, he's for the smokers. Um, he's yes. for the smokers. Can't lie. And he's for the niggas who just... I look at Isaiah Rashad as like like a currency type. I mean, like a lyrical-ass currency, um, even though currency's lyrical, but... And then you got, uh, who else? SZA, she's the pop star of the group. She's a baby Rihanna. Um, oh, y'all know, um, I don't know if y'all know this, but she said that she's getting ready to stop music. Yeah, which is wild as hell because she only has two projects out. A lot of people mm-hmm. say they're going to stop making music and they don't, but I don't know. I think if she's really, she's a legend if she only drops three albums, but I'm going to be real, uh, that's not cutting it. Shit, Logic only dropped three albums, and he's about to drop hella mixtapes. Yeah, hella mixtapes, but he's definitely coming up on his last album. Yeah. My problem is, though, when these artists say they're going to stop dropping music, sometimes these motherfuckers really just go into hiding for two, three years and drop a a crazy-ass project. So... And then who else is in TDE? Because I don't think I mentioned everybody. Sir, Lance Skywalker. Uh, those niggas are like, Sir, R&B, he's like a more introspective-ass R&B nigga. He's nice. Um, he, sir, sir makes music that you like, you really just chill with when you with your girl. Yeah, and Lance Skywalker is that real. Lance Skywalker, he's like a mixture of damn near everybody in TDE, but he's hella deep. He kind of reminds me of, like, Mick Jenkins a little bit. Yes. He reminds me a lot of Mick Jenkins. Um, and then you got fucking Reason, their new signee, who, shout out to him, he's really nice. He's really talented. Um, I look at him in the same realm as J-Rock, except, to me, he's way more, like, he's he- he's a hellable, he's a hella relatable-ass, like, street nigga. Like, because with the place he's coming from, is really different, like, and I, I fuck with that. Did y'all hear about what P put on his Instagram story when he was answering questions? Two things that stood out to me. One, for whatever reason, even though everybody else in QC, well, from the outside at least, fucks with Rich the Kid, he didn't fuck with him, even though Rich the Kid fucked with the Beagles back in the Fucked with the Beagles and them heavy back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> what? And then, <laughs> and then, um, what else? Oh, the Q, the fact that QC and TDE might have something in the tuck. That's what cut me. How would y'all feel about that? Y'all want to hear a little Yachty and Isaiah Rashad on a song? I, w- I don't know how I'd feel about Take that. Off and Absol, um, Little Baby and fucking J Rock, Quavo, Kendrick. That would or, or be offset crazy. Kendrick. Offset, offset Quavo Kendrick. and Kendrick. Uh, shit. There's so many combinations. You could fucking have little, little, little Yachty and SZA might make might make some heat together though, because Yachty's melodic as hell. <laughs> yeah. 
when he wants to be? It depends. Like, it really depends on what type of music they're going for. And if they're bringing each other into each other's world or if they're just trying to all be versatile. Okay. Have y'all heard about Black's new album? No. no. I heard it's is it dropping soon. Yeah. But another thing I heard was that Black, um, Black, instead, you know, niggas have features and instead of bringing them into their world, they kind of just, you know, let the artist do whatever. Yeah. Well, apparently Black, Black has niggas kind of moving into his world and like sound, having his type of sound per se and melodies. I heard it's fire. I don't want to say any of the features, but I'm going to say one anyway. I heard Offset's on there. Okay. I heard Offset's on there, and it's, like, really, like, crazy. All right, moving away from TDE, Kodak Black is now out of prison. Um, are you guys excited to hear any new music from him? Yes. Yeah, because we need to get some of these niggas that sound like him the fuck out of here. All right, so... Not like that, but, like, niggas need to find their own wave. Glock 9 is nice, though. Glock 9 doesn't full-on sound like him, but at the same token... He does sound way... T- he does have, Kodak like, does have a couple of his kids out here. Yeah, he does have a huge influence on these niggas, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But like no. I said to you earlier, everybody does not need to try to sound like NBA Youngboy or Kodak. Let them have their own sauce. Like, Hey, shout out to uh, yeah. Kay Clump. She sent, me a, she sent me a video on Instagram. It was Travis and Kodak in the studio. And there's a snippet of that song that, that is getting ready to... How do y'all feel about that? Did y'all did y'all see the snippet yet? Yes, I am very excited. I'm, I'm excited. excited for it. That beat sounds like fucking. It sound like Birds in the Trap sing that. What? It sound like a Birds in the Trap means sings McKnight Nigga, ass stop beat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, tired. I'm tired. It sound like a Birds in the Trap sing McKnight ass beat, but Kodak's gonna snap. I feel like that's gonna be nice. I'm ready to like hear what he has. Kodak's probably like he's he's always had some lyrics to him, but he's probably way more lyrical now. I can only imagine how his rapping skills have gotten since he's been out of jail. Because niggas come out of jail and they become fucking top tier lyricists and shit. He's an asshole. He blew your old, bro. <laughs> 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 he gonna blow your shit out of the way, bro. I'm weak. Pause. But alright, y'all. <laughs> that concludes this episode. We promise we're gonna get on here more. We're gonna start talking. We're gonna start um, yes, throwing out more episodes for y'all to listen. Yes, sir. Yes, we see y'all sir. be on the um, on our shit, just listening. That's great. We we appreciate y'all. Shout out to y'all. Hey, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and shout out my social media. If y'all wanna follow me on Instagram, you can go ahead and find me at Matt Two Fuego. Uh, um, KJ got next is my Instagram. Chico underscore get underscore dinero. That's my Instagram. And for future, if any of y'all are kind of salty, it's some of the shit I'm saying. Look, just talk to me, but be rational. <laughs> <laughs> but be rational. Be rational. Hey, I'm not trying to come off as a dick. Debates turn us on, bro. Okay. So if y'all, right, yeah, if, pause. But yeah, yeah. facts. If, if, y'all, if y'all hear new artists and y'all want us to shout them out or even just like listen to them or talk about talk about their music, definitely hit us up. Put me please. on. Put me up. Fuck the shout outs, nigga. Put me. Yeah, on. put us on. If y'all know any new Put people, you know, don't be afraid to hit us up. But don't come with bullshit. Please. That, 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 bullshit. That's all we ask. We don't we don't we don't want no bullshit in our ears. Yeah, like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we said at the beginning of the episode, if y'all going through anything, y'all can hit us up on our social media. If y'all need someone to talk to Yeah, don't be afraid, y'all. Yeah, don't be afraid to hit us up. Send out a drug. Cause sometimes the best people to listen are the people that you don't know. Yeah. Definitely. But um that concludes for our uh 
podcast for tonight. Uh, it was good talking to y'all. Hope y'all can, you know, at least give us a chance. Keep tuning in. We're going to keep coming with the with new, you know, news. We ain't going to stop. But um, hope going. y'all enjoy your nights. Yep. Stay safe. And we out. We're we going to get viral soon. Y'all see us on YouTube real soon. But y'all be safe out here. Just because Backpack full of